welcome to another episode of Out of Character. I'm Jupiter Sanders, and this is Cotton. Hey, everybody! You know, someone's gonna, you know, be locked down for tonight. I guess it'll be me. Well, uh... <laughs> you're the one that's been drinking, and I'm the one that's. I just have no in. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> that's. <laughs> everybody knows you've been drinking. Well, now. What you just? Well, now. Everybody just assumes you drink, right? Like they assume I drink, but I haven't had a drink in a while. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ever I mean, wh- I one of our Christmas gifts. What? Oh, you were. Yeah, you were. You were. Yeah, so you stopped drinking because you literally couldn't. Because your doctor no, no, was no. like, you can, but you'll die. No, like, ever since know. then, alcohol has been tasting very strange to me. Oh, and no. it's not good. No. I, I try. I try, and then I drink it. And I'm like, it just. I have to pour it out. I'm like, it doesn't taste right. I don't know what it is. That's sad. I'm sorry. That's a downer. No. Anyway, the the, re- the reason Jupiter is is laughing <laughs> is because uh, my wife is. We are now streaming a YouTube video of paintings. That's like said, look, John. It's a you know, it's a that's my real name. That's, that's my non cotton name. Look, John is uh, there's this painting on it's on our television. I'm like, oh, is this an app? Goes, no, it's a video. So it's just like a ten hour video of like <laughs> X number of paintings, and they just cycle through. And I'm just like, man, that's a lot of bandwidth for like. That, I feel like there's a better way to achieve it, but they are very nice. To be fair, these are, you know, these these are the the titans of the of, of art history. You know, they, you know, so, so there you go. This is already brightening my mood. So we're good. Right. Topics. We got we got to do <laughs> topics today. Apparently, so our topic tonight is what what was suggested by one of our our patrons from Patreon, who is um. At the tier that allows them, you know, to listen and be in the the specific out of character chat channels in the Discord, and that's Leal. And Leal suggested us discussing relationships between gamers and non-gamers, and I, I'm assuming like romantic relationships. Ah, okay. Well, in as much as he's a patron, we'll say whatever he wants us to say. I mean, like, what if he's like, tell tell this chick to calm down? That's fuck it. We'll say, you know, he's paying us. Does that? <laughs> principles all right i'm not going to say whatever he wants me to say (laughs) Uh, number one number two (laughs) so let's let's get into it this is this i i've been thinking about this i've been talking about it with uh my my brother we were out today and i was telling him what we were going to be recording tonight so there's lots of thoughts and opinions oh okay of course over here and i know you have it too because you are actually living this situation I am living this situation. My wife is a, is a distinct non-gamer. I mean, she does play video games on her phone, but mm-hmm. they they involve like colorful objects you have to manipulate. So that's mm-hmm. like kind of a game. But like, she's not like she. I I cannot get her to play D and D. Like cannot do it. Won't ever happen. As soon as I talk about Magic the Gathering, like like you see the life force drain from her face. You know, like I'm dying. This is not. I'm, like she starts like looking around for like the escape. Like you get on a plane, you have to identify the exits. She starts like doing that shit. She starts yeah. googling divorce, uh, yeah. divorce lawyers. <laughs> this guy makes me play. This so game I'm, one I'm living. Time. I am, I am living the situation. I had her. Uh, I remember the I actually had her play video games because I was like, I want to find a game that she would like that mm-hmm. she could play, mm-hmm. and it was eye opening to see her do that because she's so bad at it. And yeah. I and I saw that decades of playing them had sort of like taught me certain things. I think we talked about this on a previous on a, on a prior yeah, podcast. Yeah, because you wanted me to play a video game, and I said it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, and so now, and, and I, I was I was wrong, and you were right. Some people are just Thank fundamentally you. broken, and they I can't play video games. Game. They're just not <laughs> going to yeah. be able to do it. Best just not there. Right, I love it. 
But God. I mean, it, 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 so, so for my situation, when I was married, I'm, I'm divorced several years now. When I was married, the person I was married to, he was a gamer, but he was more video games. He enjoyed board games and card games. He loved going to Gen Con. Love that stuff. He he would do Warhammer. He would like play Warhammer. He enjoyed that as well, but didn't get too deep because nobody else was playing it. But he didn't really enjoy tabletop RPGs, which that's what I enjoyed, the tabletop RPG. He would play them, but he wasn't like, he was like only 60% of the way on board with doing it. And and so I was like, all right, so it's, it's something that I enjoyed and I was passionate about when I was GMing and, and that for our group. He was just kind of meh. But if there was a card game or something, he would go insane and like, oh, play it. You got to play this like Magic the Gathering. He got in deep on Magic the Gathering, like buying boxes and, and all of it. And like he loved playing that and he wanted me to play. And I was like, I got you into this. I know how to play it. I just don't really enjoy it because, you know, I just I'm not that great at it. Yeah, it sounds like he's more mechanically inclined, which I yeah. appreciate. I love Magic the Gathering now, too. I play it primarily. And so I get it. I like solving the problems. I like coming up with different mechanics, the interactions. That that say, that that dovetails with board games and card games. Mm-hmm. You and I play with you. You like story. You want mm-hmm. to explore story. You don't love Call of Cthulhu because you love the mechanical system of that D100 nope. shit, which is fucking garbage. Uh, or we're severely underpowered because every role you do is All like right, a forty percent chance. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, is you love the you love the narrative aspect of it. You mm-hmm. love the story that you can tell. And the mechanics for you are really just a just sort of like a framework with which to do it. Otherwise, you would have just chaos. Like that. That's it. That's just, that's mm-hmm. all you want. You don't care how good the mechanics are, if they're interesting, mm-hmm. if there's cool counterplay. They're just mm-hmm. kind of like there. And what you really want is that setting and the story that you want to tell. Well, I, I, I don't know. You don't, you don't really railroad, and you don't really have a hard selling story. It's not so much the story you the, the story you want to tell is a story that you haven't written down. It's 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 a collective story. That's mm-hmm. where you're at. That's that is that is the yeah. Jupiter, in my opinion, like highway you want to go down. Mm-hmm. So there you go, different strokes. It is, it is. Um, so we didn't like butt heads too much. Like you know, he would do the tabletop RPG thing, and then you know I would oblige with doing the card game or board game or or something, and I would sit and and while he played video games, I would sit and like and be engaged with that. So like we, there was some give and take in that realm. So it worked. There was, you know, but as far as like, you know, like you have like a, a complete like, I mean, she does. She, you guys do trivia night. She does some games, but she won't do the video. Your your wife won't do the video games, doesn't like to do the, the D&D. So does it cause any kind of strife in the home? Does it cause arguments? No. I mean, sometimes the schedule's yeah. kind of booked. And so it can be a little like, I mean, the, the, the tiniest thing, like if I have podcast day and uh, we had D&D on Monday or, or my Capers game, and then we have a thing Wednesday, that can kind of jam up. But for the most part, no. And mm-hmm. I'll admit that we cheat because we don't have kids. So mm-hmm. we have all the time. And, like we don't have like Junior's baseball game to be at. Secondly, she is extremely introverted. Like I, I think I'm introverted. I mean, I think that. But I am. And I need, I, like I love to go out. And I think introvert, extrovert is kind of a, a, a weird, maybe not great set of terms. But there are times when I need cotton time. I need to be alone. I need to not hear my name called. Robin, my wife, <laughs> is that way times a thousand. 
Like, <laughs> she is very happy. Like, we were talking the other day, the one thing she wants in, like, a, a dream house is a room that's just large enough for her to sit in and read and be a secret compartment. Like, mm-hmm. that's what she wants to do. So, like, right now, she's holed up somewhere, and she'll be happy. And if we cancel game night, like, if I called her, if I told her, hey, podcast is canceled. You know, Jupiter mm-hmm. has something happen. She can't, she can't do it. We're not hanging out. She's already in Robin introvert mode. Mm-hmm. So that's it. There's no <laughs> backing out of introvert mode. It's happening. Like she, so like it's not like, oh well, at least now we can hang out. That's over. She's going over. I would have to play video games. So that introversion level that she requires to be happy, it's very, it's very good with a man who has hobbies that she's not that doesn't care about. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's tried to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. There was early on. There was one issue when we were dating. I was in the middle of an Overwatch game, uh, you know, video game, police by Blizzard, team shooter, decent, look it up. And I was in the middle of a game, and she was my next door neighbor at the time. So she knocks on my door, and I'm like, "Fuck!" It's like, who knocks on the door anymore? Like, I don't have any, I don't know anybody. Like, if we, you know, like, I don't even call somebody before I text them, right? I'm not gonna knock on someone's door. That's those days are over. But I hear a knock on my door, and it's her. Hey. Uh, there's there's like uh, there's a cool thing in the sky. It's like some I forget I don't know what the hell it was. The sun was doing something. The moon was shifting to the left. Jupiter was moving closer. To Earth. I don't know, <laughs> but it was a very important deal. And I looked at it for like four seconds. It's like, yeah, I gotta go. We gotta, I, you know, it's spawn time. I got I can't I can't get caught for AFK because they'll kick you from the game and you lose ranking. And I'll go back to Silver League and they're a bunch of idiots. So I don't want to do that. So and she was like kind of pissy because it was like I kind of blew her off. And I was like I can't like I'm in the middle of a thing. And then she got it. Yeah. No. So that's the first thing. We cannot pause. Hello, relationship people. No, we cannot just pause it. I'm sorry. Like. So that's something that that was discussed when I when I was talking to my brother about this topic, and he's like, when you're in a relationship with a person who's not a gamer and you're a gamer, or a person like let's just say they're a an avid golfer, anybody, any kind of relationship, but let's just use one person is very much into something and the other person isn't. He goes, it becomes a competition. It's a competition of time. You spend time doing this thing you love, gaming, and your person who doesn't enjoy doing that now has to compete with this other love you have. So now there's this competition for time, which causes strife, right? You have people that, you know, get into arguments. You know, I'm constantly seeing, you know, and hearing about guys that play video games and their girlfriends get pissed because that's all they do is sit and play video games. They don't pay attention to uh the girl it does cut both ways i mean just like you if, if you can game and be an asshole too and exhibit your shittiness through the game by not making time for your girlfriend or wife mm-hmm. i i could take it too far mm-hmm. there, there is a point mm-hmm. but you have to know what it is and and i mean i don't know what to say there's no hard rule like it is two hours like i don't you know you have to work it out with your responsibilities but yeah i would but say I, at a minimum there is, there is a competition. The the other person that's not enjoying this hobby with you now has to compete with your hobby. The other competition is financial. You are you're into let's just say Warhammer. You love Warhammer. The person who's not that you're married to or dating or your significant other, if they are not into Warhammer, every dollar you spend on Warhammer to them is a wasted dollar. Yes, I've encountered that too. I'm so you're hitting <laughs> you're hitting this yet early on. <laughs> Uh, when we when she moved in and we were dating before we got married, she wanted to combine finances, and I wanted to do that eventually. But man, I was nervous about it because that's my money, you know. Mm. 
And I was like, so just so you know, like this is our money. It's no longer be, you know, John and Rob. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the the, the Jr. Corporation, right? Mm-hmm. So and like, so how are you gonna feel? Like, is it cool if I go out and spend fifteen hundred bucks on a new computer? She's like, no. I was like, well, I'm I, well, John. John's going to so <laughs> so well, because that's and I don't do it every year, but that's how much a decent gaming computer kind of costs if you mm-hmm. go about five years between upgrades. You know, I'm not getting the elaborate horse yet. I don't have like the Ferrari painted Falcon Northwest, y'all. It's Sky Tech from Amazon. So <laughs> it's it's I'm not yeah. So there's there's a there's a line where it's like this is a legitimate thing that I enjoy. And I might, and she'll say, hey, I saw a charge from this company. I'm like, oh, I spent 20 bucks on Magic the Gathering this month. You know, but that's it. It wasn't, it was, it was not a question of like, you spent money you shouldn't have. It yeah. was, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. Are we getting robbed? So, but that's just been understanding. She's just a very understanding. I'm a very lucky man. You are lucky because there's a lot yeah. of, of significant others out there that are like, no, you, you, you're not, you're not going to spend another 50 or a hundred dollars no you're not going to take up an entire room and build a giant table so you can go play your stupid game yeah that's like, you, you that gotta work it out it. yeah and it's, and i mean it's, it's what a is workout it in marriages uh in marriages uh what are the top two things people fight about the kids and money yeah i mean that that that's it so, <laughs> you, can, so you can solve a lot of both by not having them but that's uh <laughs> 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 i'm just we're a bunch of assholes. Huh? We're here to talk about, about gaming relationships. She's divorced. I've been married once to an introvert. Neither of us have kids. Fucking advice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's here's something else. All right. I'll open up with you guys. I'll be vulnerable. I think I've, you might, I, I think I've told you about this before, but all right, on the podcast. So dating, right? Dating a non-gamer. So I've dipped my toe into the dating pool. I went out with this one guy. It was a great first date. Great first date he was a little pushy on the physical stuff to which i said uh no first date no right just no right the next day i get a message from him i don't think it's gonna work out (laughs) i'm not into gaming and i was like really like that (laughs) that actually makes sense because his position was he was never gonna go out with you and he hates gaming it was like i can be polite for one night I can be might, for one I night. Get, yeah. I might get some, and if I and if I don't, and I'm a yeah. cat, well then fuck it. Like uh, he wasn't like like, I, like he like he knows tomorrow he's gonna text you. That he'll he'll never want to talk to you again. Yeah. So you're kind of like meh, right? So, I, I, oh, I was I was I mean I was kind of hurt because I I really had a good time. I really I mean I I I liked him, and I was willing to go up. But then to be told I don't think it's gonna work out. I'm not a gamer. I was like really. You're gonna use the fact that I game a couple nights a week. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the, it is, the, it is yeah, a nerdy. It's not gonna work. And I was like, wow, okay. It's a nerdy hobby. It's got lots of bad heebie-jeebies around it. It does have a know? lot of weird. Like, it does have a stigma. It it had a stick a lot worse stigma back in the day. Like, if you if you were interested in a guy and you found out oh, I'm a gamer, and you knew they didn't mean video games, somehow video game gamers are more acceptable. And they but shouldn't if you be, find out, frankly. It shouldn't be. It should Fuck be them. just as yeah. bad, right? Like, <laughs> uh. But if you found out they were a gamer, like paper and pencil, dice, rolling, pretending, and you know, all that, you just were like, yeah, no. I was like, okay. I, I'm just amazed. Like, my sisters, when they were dating, like, they would just, like, oh, you're a gamer? You like that? No. 
And I was like, you're going to dump them because they enjoy gaming? And they're like, they're geeks. They're nerds. I'm like, he will not be able to protect my family in the coming apocalypse. Right? I need, a, I need a strong alpha man with dark body hair with which to protect me and mine. Yeah. Well, and then the current person she's seeing, it's so funny. She, I said, well, tell me about him. She goes, he's a gamer. And I looked at her and she went, not that kind, this kind. And she made the motion like holding a, an Xbox controller. <laughs> I'm so fucking triggered. Uh, I I'm, I am left and right triggered, God damn it. And, uh, because the only reason they don't look so bad is because their lurid shit is not visible. When you're at the table going, I, son of Parallax, cast Firebolt, you sound real fucking bad. Yeah, talk about the storyline to Anthem for five goddamn minutes, and you'll sound like a loon too. It's just confined in the silence of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're, you're oh, does it realize that this is just as bad? Yeah, it's just as bad, right? It's just as bad. So I, when I met him, I started, you know, telling him because he was like, you know, she says you're into gaming, and I said, well, yeah, it's just a different kind. It's not video games. And I told him about it. He goes, oh, that sounds fun. You can just see the panic in her eyes. And so I, every time I talk to him, I bring up, hey, when are we going to start a gaming group? I, oh come God. Over. We can, you know, the two of you, our brother, me. This would be great. And she just looks at me like, I'm going to kill you, bitch. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> And I, I like, love siblings. <laughs> I'm an only child, and so I've always like wanted a sibling. And I have mm-hmm. a best friend who's kind of like my brother, and like like he's actually said I love you, and I was like oh, I forgot to go quick. Like I'm weird, cause, <laughs> but oh, like, I want to say we're really don't close. Don't ever say you love me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but he he is like my brother, and I do anything for the guy. And, but you actually have siblings, and everyone I know who has who who has siblings. They're just, they're just, they're just shitty. Like it's, it's like a constant <laughs> bit of, how, but how could I fuck this person up though? Like how, like if, if, like if I had the resources, how could I, like, pick at them constantly? And yeah. it's so funny to watch. Oh no, it's great. They do it to me too. Don't worry. Yeah. They, oh, they oh, get I me know. as good as I get them. They get me. I'm, Don't I'm sure it is not a unilateral yeah. war. But I mean, not just romantic relationship, but just even like our, our family dynamic. My brother and I are both, we're both gamers. He got me into gaming. Our younger brother dabbled a bit, but just didn't have the time because his significant other was not into gaming and therefore he was not into gaming. So it was like, all right, well, see you later. But when my sisters were younger, we would always play board games and card games. I was teaching them poker when they were eight years old and we were playing for money because I told them that's the only way you play poker. Are you the oldest sister? Yeah. You're shit. <laughs> <laughs> They've won sometimes. God. <laughs> God. Anyway, we, we should probably address some of this, too. Uh, let, let's say one of our listeners is going to play this for their significant Like, Listen to this. This is what I want to tell you, but I have other people saying it. And one of them has a southern accent, so you know he's trustworthy. Like, what? Oh, what yeah. we, like, we should, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, you triggered me. Okay. <laughs> I, I retract my track retract your statement please oh my god i'm flush now i'm angry just i retract my expression of high Thank dudgeon you. <laughs> Thank you. go on with your point all right so we should address this part what would you tell i would tell this person this the the significant other who is being forced to listen to this podcast first of all we have a patreon <laughs> i'm just saying secondly uh approve funds to be spent on patreon yeah and if you okay. pay for it we'll, we'll back your shit up too and and uh but here's first of all it is a hobby like you know the hobby 
nobody cannot always pause it if it's a video game. If it's important, it's going to take. But but none of this trumps basic relationship things. You have to manage your budget, whatever it may be. That's money. That's time. That is responsibilities. No, you do not get to play D and D if you never have to take Junior uh, to his uh, you know soccer game or shit. Like no, you have shit to do. It's got to get handled. But at the same time, a lot of people, this is their escapism. The hobbies tend to attract introverted people. Mm-hmm. And it tends to attract, I think, people who are not the most socially adept. And what's so great is you put all these people together, and they can be not socially adept together, which can sometimes be good, sometimes be bad, but I won't go down that rabbit hole. But the point is it can be a very useful way for people to relax, be social, laugh, recharge. Mm-hmm. So give them that time if you can. I can imagine if it were anything else. Imagine if it was reading a book. For some reason, reading a book is like a productive activity. But video games and and, uh, and and tabletop gaming are like not as good, you know. Like you would feel better if you were like my significant other, you know. He plays chess tournaments all the time versus, you know, he's playing in the legal le- no, well, fuck legal legends, but he's playing in some other more respectable game, and uh, and he does that. Like give him the time if you can. Be reasonable. Yes, you still have to handle responsibilities. No games can't be paused, but they can be planned for. You know about how long it takes to play whatever game you're going to play. League of Legends takes about 15 minutes to, at most, an hour. Block it off. Don't start the new game. You know, you got to handle your shit. That's mm-hmm. not her fault. Like, if everything's on fire, mm-hmm. well, I can't pause it. Well, you shouldn't have started it, maybe. So, right. you know, look, real talk. Look, 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 look. If there's right. an emergency situation, uh, even if it, in your mind it's really not that much of an emergency, if your significant other f- needs you and they call for you and you go, I can't, I can't pause the game. Even me right now, if a person I'm with and, and I'm screaming, hey, I need you, come here. And they're like, I can't, I can't pause the game. I will grab a hammer. I will come and I will beat the shit out of that machine because I don't give a shit. I'm an emergency situation. Drop the controller. Walk over there and help me with the issue. I, I hear you. I, I didn't mean an actual. I mean, like, maybe you've got, like, the kid. And he, no, no, no. And he, like, like I said, even if you don't deem it's an emergency. Like, oh, you know, calm down. It's not that big. Like, if there's a spider. You bring your ass and you kill the spider. I don't care if you can't pause the game. Man, I'm, I'm afraid of spiders, so I don't know what the fuck you think. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, unless you think well, that's why you and I are to together you. and you're with your wife. <laughs> yeah. Because we're both afraid of spiders. Somebody's got to kill them. Yeah, but we <laughs> should have had that conversation a lot earlier. Like, I'm afraid. Actually, she collects the fucking things. Like, I actually there you go, go. and I'm like, Ryan, cool bug. And that bug is fucked. Let me tell you what, he's going into the freezer and have a pin through his back very soon. Like, fuck you if you're a cool bug around here. Like, oh my gosh! But I mean, I, I I I've heard that excuse that I can't pause the game. I've heard this excuse, and it drives it does. And I'm a gamer. I appreciate it, and I will let them play. I I, I let my ex husband play for hours. I didn't care. Go. I don't care if you're not with. It's fine if I'm alone. I'm cool. But if I needed him at an, an exact moment, and I call him in a band or you know yell shout for him, and he responds with it, would drive me nuts. Like, what are you doing? Just get up and leave the game. And he's like, I can't. There, there is yes, you can. That, you can just is... get up. It's a game. Don't you think there's a line? Like, yes, if you need something. But what if, what if it's, I'll, I'll give you an example. I have a friend of mine who plays. Mm-hmm. And he goes in this little side room and plays Magic the Gathering. And his wife will be like, you know, Kevin, there's something on a high shelf and I can't get. You can wait five fucking minutes. Like, like <laughs> you know. Like, you Not know. if she's cooking Kevin's dinner and needs what 
but what if it, but it wasn't that was not the because i asked i was like just saying because i understand he's telling me the story it was not like a time sensitive thing and i know that she can't cook for shit anyway so it's not like it's gonna wow. be better uh you know <laughs> like that was the lint pen that held the held the dinner together but i digress a bit as is my cousin it is like don't there's a line. Yes, if you need someone, you get, again, it's 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 all subjective, but just try to give that person the space if you can. If you yes. can. If you if can't, you can't. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and you'll build that trust. I guarantee you if Robin said, "John, I need you right now." I was like, "I'm in the middle of a game." And she said, "Don't care, come." That's it. It's a, like that I would immediately drop it. Like there's yeah. not even I would just let her know I'm on a game, and that's not even me saying like it, it it's me being like it's me checking back like mm-hmm. Are you sure? And if it was like, you know, a G14 classified situation, then I'm fucking gone. There's no, I, I wouldn't continue. I wouldn't even ask. It wouldn't be like, hey, well, give me some more details because she's, she never would ask me. Like, if she's asking me to stop playing a game in a given moment, it's a, this is uncommon. Something is amiss, you know? Hmm. But then I, I can see the other side where I can see some significant others use that as the test. The test of love. Oh, God. Well, if you're getting a test of love, yeah. uh, leave. Doing the te- like, just doing the test of love, they're gaming, and you ask them, hey, you know, stop what you're doing, and I need you, and they don't, then that person then feels you put the game above me. And that, even if that's not the case, like, that's not what's happening, but in their head, that's what they've made it. That's what they've they've now said. They've You've just cemented this idea of the game means more than I do. And, you know, they get upset, and they're, they're angry, and they... they you know, get snippy and snap. I've I've seen that as well. I have seen that in person with people. Good because I, I, this is a this is a thing women tend to do more than men. Oh, tell me. Test of love. I'm gonna test, test them. of love. Men don't do this <laughs> shit so much. Like we don't like have our friend try to seduce you to see if you're like cheat. Like we don't have that much of a plan. We don't we don't do that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Women will do that shit. They'll be like, I'm going to test him. I'm going to mm-hmm. treat him like shit to see if he's a real man. That's a real mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to see if he'll come. And if and if it was a fire, yeah. then that, like, fucking don't do that. It's shitty. I'll send a girlfriend think, that he doesn't know to hit on him at the bar and see if he yeah. goes for it. Like, what? Like, are you not, like that? If you, <laughs> so if you're a guy or if, mm-hmm. if you're anyone and anyone pulls this shit on you, <laughs> uh, leave. Get your shit. <laughs> they, are, they are fundamentally yeah. broken. And wow. you are not the one to fix them. Like, that's just... That's your just, advice? Okay. That is the crazy coming out. And it's mm-hmm. a much... That is the... That right there, the love test, is the first... Is, that is the surface of a pool of crazy. And it goes far <laughs> deeper than you wish to submerge yourself. There you go. Advice. Right. Advice. <laughs> advice I would give a person who wasn't a gamer but was in a relationship with a gamer. I would say to them, while you may not understand their love for that gaming or their passion for it or why they like to spend hours upon hours talking about it and playing and and buying books and spending money on it, while you may never understand it, it is something that brings them joy and happiness. And so you have to at least develop an appreciation and a tolerance and, and be supportive in, in their hobby and what they like because like you said that's that's maybe what they need to relax and unwind that's you know something that that's important to them and if you want your significant your you know the gamer's significant other to support things you like you have to support what they like 
That is a perfect condensed statement. I I like that. I love that's great. That is what we should tell people. It, again, it's all going to be <laughs> so everything else is subjective. You got to figure it out. Uh, you know, as, as far as some specific, I mean, that was a great general statement. If I were to think of some specifics, try to mm-hmm. understand. First of all, mm-hmm. your significant other, they're going to come to you with stories from their gaming. They're going to come to you. Just fucking smile and nod. I know it doesn't make any yeah. sense. They know you don't know what the hell yeah. you're talking about. Ask questions. Listen. Don't ignore them or pretend to listen or get on your phone. You've got to be engaged and with it because it's important to them yeah two minutes though that's the limit you get two minutes nerd <laughs> i'm going left or right nerd guy nerd girl you get two minutes to talk about your stupid horse shit possibly one minute if they vaguely understand what you're talking about like if it's not totally out there but that's it you don't get to like you know like you know like bite down on this topic for 15 minutes you get you get two maybe three minutes and, like, when I do that, I'm like, I would like two minutes to talk about this thing that just happened. And, like, Robin will, like, pretend to be strapped into a chair, like in the Clockwork Orange, and, uh, <laughs> and power through my two minutes of nerd out, and then I feel better. There you go. So that, you get, you get that. If they go off somewhere, give them a snack. Nothing makes a person feel more validated when it's like, you know what? Here's a snack. Enjoy your day. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, other thing, you, you can buy, if you see some gear that they have that's a little worn out, buy them a new version. Or if they play tabletop gaming, buy them some new dice. We all love new dice. We're never going to be upset about dice. Like, I'm not a huge video gamer, especially not on Xbox, but Robin didn't know that, and she got me, a, like, a painting of an Xbox controller, and it's above my computer. And it's oh. special to me because she gave it to me. Because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you're a gaming person. Here's a piece of art, a thing that's from her world as a museum person, and here is, and it's of an Xbox controller. All, like, and with a cool, like, uh negative filtery thing on it so it looks like cool and neony. Boom. Cool. Art. It was kind of like a little, little it was it was that cool like from my world to yours. And I was like that was a really cool thing. So if mm-hmm. you can find some way to take a part of you mm-hmm. and translate it into a thing about gaming as well and give it as a gift or display it or or whatever. If you like music, <laughs> make a little goofy song or a little poem about them going off and doing their their gaming thing. Whatever. If you yeah. can combine a part of you with a with that part of them and make that connection, it'll go a, uh, it, it's, it's nice as someone on the receiving end of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a good point. Like, I, I would assume it made you feel like she understood that it was something you liked, and she tried to take part in it. She tried to share that, you know, tried to meet you on that level with you by giving you that gift. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's nice. Uh, that's nice. I've also asked her to play with me. She won't do it. I would still yeah. say, you, you people out there, give it a shot. You know, alternatively, get better at it than they are. I'll show them. You know, come up with your cheesiest warlock sorcerer build and <laughs> gatecrash their D and D game with you know excellence and you know bust the game up. There you go. That's one way to establish dominance in your relationship. Join the game and fuck it up <laughs> with your power, your overpowered bullshit. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Give it a shot. I, I mean, yeah. So like with my with my ex husband who was a gamer and like he would do the tabletop RPGs but when I was running a game like I would want to talk about things and you could just see his eyes just glaze over like I'm gonna play but I don't want to talk about it like I I don't really care that much it doesn't mean like you, and he would just like kind of ignore me but then when he wanted to tell me something about a hobby he really enjoyed he would get upset with me if I did the same thing back so it's like you you know you've got to give what you get right so you you know if 
if you're not willing to listen to your significant other ramble on without a time limit, ramble on about something they love or something that happened, something they're passionate about, they just want to talk to you. That should be a big thing. They, they came to you to talk to you about it. Like they want to tell you. So at least have the, the, the decency and be caring enough to, to listen to them without your eyes glazing over, without getting distracted and be engaged in it. Don't just nod your head and smile, but ask questions. And if, if you don't understand something, ask if they're going to love it because a lot of people love to teach other people about these games. So, you know, ask questions and be engaged. And then that person, your significant other, should be doing it back to you when you want to because it's, it's a give and take, right? I mean, you can't just, you know, not want to take part in their things but be upset when they won't take part in yours. Exactly. And uh, it's it, it weird. Like, it, it put, putting in an effort really is what it is, it, it's about. Uh, we, were, we were on the way back from the uh, a steampunk convention in Atlanta, and uh, Robin was listening to a book on tape called, like, Warlock. And it's 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 not good, but it's just some high fantasy shit going on it. And she was like, hey, this would be a great, like, D&D plot. You know, and it, it kind of would be. But the fact she brought it up was even more special to me, you know? That, that she was, like, plugged into that. I mean, like, hey, this would be a great... Uh, you know, situation or scenario or, or like a set piece, this this chariot uh, like race slash like stab them up competition-y thing. Like it was a battle on these two chariots, and I know, yeah, you're, you're right. That is pretty freaking cool, and I might do that. But I'm even but I'm even happier that you're the one telling me. So if you can come at it from that perspective and be plugged in, you know, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. And, and earlier when I said I was pretty lucky, if you it, depending on how good my mic is, you would have heard uh, in the background. Yes, you are. So. Oh my god! <laughs> you are pretty lucky. She's pretty great. I'm, I'm still right. trying to figure out like why'd she settle. I mean, I am tall. <laughs> you are tall. I mean, there you go. You can reach things off. You know, things with those high shelves. That's what gets you every time. Some but high shelves. Fifty bucks step ladder. I don't need you anymore. You've been replaced. <laughs> <laughs> I have grown way too independent in my old age, and now when I just you know it's like ugh. I don't need you. <laughs> I don't need anybody. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, you just you just get your step ladder and listen to independent women and other various pop hits from Destiny's Child or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a survivor. I to fall off ladder. Thump. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, any other advice? I mean, you. I mean, you've talked about advice you would give the the non-gamer significant other, but what advice do you give to the gamer significant other? Uh, don't. Just sort of hide behind the the complaint that we're right. We know gamers get a lot of shit. Like I don't think there's a lot of people in like the chess world saying that my partner doesn't respect my hobby because for whatever reason has a higher veneer of respect or whatever. But but like don't hide behind that. You can't say, well, I'm just trying to play games and she hates video games. You know, I just want to play them. Well, like, like how long were you on it? Like four hours. But that's raid night. Well, buddy, you may not get to raid. Like, well, how do I? I'm married and have a kid and a job. How do I do raid night? Uh, you fucking don't. Warcraft is closed <laughs> to you, buddy. Like, I can't, like, I don't play World of Warcraft. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's not, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. I can't make mm-hmm. that little uh, peg fit in that hole. There's not enough time in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I did play it when, like, a new a new expansion dropped, but I can't raid. Like, I, that's, that's gone. I can't, I can no longer have to, like, have to be online three days a week, four hours a night. I just can't. That's mm-hmm. not a, that's not, it would, it would be re- absurd to float that as a proposition. So maybe there's things you can't do anymore. That, that Those are the most intense. 
a weekly gaming session might be one of them. I play once a month in real life, and I play online a few times a week. But the online games we play are maybe hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not. Mm-hmm. If you have a, you know, the wife and the kid and the job, you may not have time for a weekly game where you have to be there three out of four or four out of four weekends a month for that four to eight hour session. That may that may just be a door that's closed to you. Life is unfair. So it's a, it's a subjective thing you have to work out with your responsibilities. You know, that's that's all I can say. It has to work. My advice isn't you have to give up your gaming love. Um, <laughs> no. So what I would tell a gamer uh, in a relationship with a non-gamer is read the room. Like, you know, if you walk in the door and it's it's the night where you're supposed to, you know, play online, either video game or RPG game or, or whatever. Read the room. If you walk in and, you know, your significant other looks upset and you ask, you know, how's it going? And they just, you know, say fine or, or whatever. You could still tell they're upset. Do not just walk away and go into the room and play your game. Read the room. Don't. And also be very aware of dates like Valentine's Day, birthdays, anniversaries. Wow. All right. Psychotron, who's also listening, uh, has, has made a comment. He says, I got I got cussed out by my friend's wife because, in quotes, he has kids and responsibilities now. I had to explain to her that he showed up at my house wanting to game. I didn't invite him over. I love the he has kids and responsibilities now. So, like, if I want to play games, apparently I just want to shirk responsibilities like i could still be a responsible person i just i need time away from you apparently i can see why and the kids <laughs> i need some downtime. there's, a, there's a, I, I would just if if this happened to me like i'm at my house and some person comes up to my door saying this i'm like no, the fuck? like this is my house like i remember one time i had this situation happen to me and i was like i was in my apartment and this person was mad at me because her boyfriend lived there and she didn't like some shit i had to say and I was like, hey, the First Amendment rights in this building are apportioned by rent payment. You were at zero. <laughs> Is that right? No. No, it was not. Anyway, Psychotron, you know that we're being assholes about it. I'm just joking. But I, I, shit, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's why, why is she yelling at you? You're like the yeah. most neutral party. That's like going to the store that sold your husband's cigarettes mad. Like, we don't know who you are. Why are you mad at me? That's that's a you and husband conversation. Yeah, that was a personal thing to to come over and yell at a, another person like that, that. Like that's inappropriate. Like that's a conversation to have between you and your your partner there. Yeah. Not don't come to my house and yell at me. I mean, he's not a crack dealer. They yeah. play games. Like, you mean, know? Calm down. That's such a weird that like there's I mean, and maybe he was wrong. Maybe he was spending too much time there. But what's what does she expect him to do for relief? Like, oh, yeah. I agree. Your husband has kids, and as do I, by the way. But for whatever reason, I'm I am now aware of his shirk responsibility. Therefore, <laughs> what the hell do you want me to do? Like, yeah. st- st- hold it right there, Steve. You've got <laughs> kids at home, and like, like is he like? <laughs> I just don't. I just don't understand what she was attempting to accomplish, which makes me doubt a lot of things about her. Now, maybe he sucked. Maybe the guy. Yeah, that's that's a that's a you and her conversation. Like, yeah, hey man, Steve, yeah. Steve. I don't know why my name is Steve. Steve, Steve. Now, Steve might look. Man, your wife's here. You don't need to have <laughs> that conversation. And uh, and and I also like how he said I didn't even invite him over. First of all, I want to be yeah. Psychotron's friend now. I'm fucking. 
Just, I'm just show me in the house. <laughs> I'm just show up and be like, I'm here to game. He'll be like, I haven't seen you since like we shared the house in uh, in in. in I, I don't care. Apparently that's that's how it works. I can just show up, and if my wife shows up, just tell her I'm not here. <laughs> that's what she should have told her in the first place. But she never, knew we was there. Ah, it's like I've never. I, I, I don't know who you're talking about. There's his car. That's mine from home. And like that's just don't <laughs> acknowledge that it's true. I'm not great I, at conflict I, resolution. I'm not. I think stuff like this. I think you know when you have, see reactions like this, I think it drives people to become closeted gamers. Like I don't want them to know I do this. <laughs> like, you got like, like my you wife. meet like, you what? meet some shady guy on the street and pass him yeah. twenty bucks, and he gives you some really nice uh, dice, and you just like like. <laughs> yeah, you need some dice. I got the good yeah, stuff. I, I got, got some the dice. stuff. Like what? <laughs> huh? You need a character sheet, pencil. Yeah. yeah let's roll something up. Sir, drop the counter roll back. <laughs> so weird. Like, what is the big deal? I mean, again, if he was like really shirking his responsibilities, it wasn't it. But I have a feeling that a lot of a lot of people, when they have a lot of pressures, like work, you know, significant other, kids, lots of responsibilities, you know, bills, all of this stuff, I can understand them saying, Look, I need a little time to escape. And what I want to do is go game. <laughs> you know, and and I, I don't understand why a significant other wouldn't like oh yeah you do because I feel the same pressure so or m- maybe not maybe they they're stay at home parents and that that's fine you know they're dealing with kids all day that's that's fine too I'm sure there's a lot of stress and and pressure with that but I think you still need to give each other that that pocket of time to go do something and be alone to recharge and re-energize and so. You got to give them that space, and and to just think, no, they should always be at home here with me and the kids. Like that's just unfair, and I don't think it's healthy. Yeah, some some people are are just like that. They are a little clingy. Guys do it. Women do it. It's I've seen it go both ways. And uh, you know, I, I know that D and D tends to be a more male centered hobby, but whatever. The point is, is you got to let them go. I want to ask you this: Should we address the possible? infidelity fear you know like i like i'm always with with my wife robin I'm like, yeah there's a person named jupiter and i'm gonna go stay in her house two states away overnight and we, you know that doesn't sound a little suspicious and she's never doubted me has had no reason to but i'm just saying like that is a thing like hey i want to go hang out with all these people and i, I you know and, and then they come home and they're excited oh i had such great fun with all these other people some of whom are either of the opposite sex or of a sex that I'm variously attracted to. And, you know, insecurities. Yeah. I, I mean, I can see that. I, I can see it. Um, honestly, because of my, my, my real name, obviously I'm not named Jupiter. My real name is a, is a male name. Just like my fake name is a male name. I hope name. it's not Steve my, at this point. My real name, huh? It's going to make me feel really bad if it's Steve at this point because we've been shit-talking Steve. <laughs> it's <laughs> not Steve. Um. <laughs> Is a male name. So whenever my, whenever I had a female friend, they would always tell their significant other, I'm going to go hang out with so-and-so. And without fail, that significant other would become jealous and pissed and go, you're not going to hang out with no guy. And it had to become this giant explanation of like, no, it's a woman. I don't believe you. No, it is. It's a woman. I'm hanging out with a female friend. Not with that name. That that's where the laugh fell apart. <laughs> so you're lying to me, but you're really shitty at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, because you said shut. Fucking detective 
detectives on the case, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always it's always great. So I've I've dealt with this weird significant other weird jealousy thing before. So it's like, all right, this is great. So you know, but I, I don't know. I don't. It's that's a weird thing. That insecurity. That that's something you need to work on in you. That's not something you put on your significant other and their gaming hobby. Like that's yeah. just, that's just the wrong place to put that. I can. If you I don't can trust see it, them, though. then they've done something to make them not trustworthy. <sighs> like then, then you know, deal with that. But yeah. if they've never done anything to ever question the trust, and he says, "I'm gonna go hang out with my friends, and and we're gonna go play pretend in a basement, or we're gonna sit in a basement, eat Doritos, drink Mountain Dew, and play video games for four hours," that's what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I agree. That's what he's doing. That's what he's probably <laughs> doing. It's what, what he's probably. doing. I, what he's doing. Where does where does infidelity happen? At work, and at where you hang out with? Why? Because that's who you're exposed to. Yeah. And and cheating is a crime of opportunity, for for cheating all parties. Is a crime of opportunity. Yes. Yeah. The, like locks keep people honest, and so does distance. Uh, so my brother like, tells yeah. me, infidelity is our wait. Infidelity or fidelity is only as good as the opportunities that surround you. So if you're never getting an opportunity to cheat, you won't. You'll be faithful. But if you have a lot of opportunity, you're going to take the opportunities. That's just what you're going to do. I would not wow. necessarily agree with that. <laughs> He's <laughs> be, never been be married, like... guys. Confirmed oh, okay. bachelor. <laughs> so we see why, right? Well, okay. uh, first of all, with your theory of, you know, I'm going to cheat on you the minute that I possibly could, I can see why that might segue yeah. with him being single. Unless, <laughs> I don't know, he acted super normal for one night and then he had no intention of going, no, no, yeah. no, don't worry about that. <laughs> you can keep that crazy <laughs> down for a day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's, that's where it happens. I can understand. So if you're the gamer in question, try to understand that they're not necessarily being shitty just by raising the eyebrow, but you got to earn that trust. You got to like keep it between the lines and maybe don't get into your, like, like if your character is going to like date and or fall in love with somebody else's character, that's over. I wouldn't, I, I just don't need that stress in my life. I don't care how good the narrative is. Fuck the narrative. It's not going to fucking happen. Like, <laughs> no, you know, just word of the wise. Let's just start characters. We're just role playing. Also bad. Uh, <laughs> where where does that word where does that word also poke its little happy head up? So have some common sense. Mm-hmm. Don't take that trust and and give it a, a little buffer. Right? Be smart with it. Is what I'm trying to say. I really don't think gamers. And I'm sorry, this is, might be offensive to some people, but the majority of gamers aren't the suave playboy types that just go out and pick up women. <laughs> I mean. I just I don't see them as that type that would do that. It it goes like maybe video gamers because they're a different breed. Like this hobby has made me a lot more social because how do I put that? I want to do the same thing you did. Shit talk my people. Like I have like I have a like an okay amount of like social ability, but in like nerd spaces, it's I'm like an eight or nine of ten. Suddenly, is how I feel. That's really shitty to say. <laughs> But like I'm the like it's say I'm the small fish in the I'm, I'm the big fish in the small pond. That's how it's not feel because and I've seen that, I've felt that like at Gen Con like how this guy was playing Magic and just just the way he moved the way he held his eye contact and the way he talked it was a person who didn't have I, I did not feel was very socially adept. This person could benefit from a public speaking class, uh you know, and that's not a knock on them personally, 
And so it made me actually feel more confident because I could say, you know, it wasn't, it's the same way. Like if you're a guy and like some guy comes to the room and he's like six feet, two, six, six, two fifty pounds of like solid muscle. I feel shittier and flabbier, you know, like I just, in relief. And therefore you would probably, that guy probably feels badass. I often feel like I'm, like I go into a room. It's kind of cool being six one. I'm usually on the taller side of things. I go with my family in the family reunion. I am the shortest cousin uh, of the guys, and like I'm talked about a few women. They they all fucking like Nebraska corn people. I don't know. They all got huge. So and that's like oh shit. Everybody is like looking down at me now. This is how other people feel. There you go. It's it. I don't know where the fuck I was going with this, but you talk about people picking up people. It in the same league. Get a bunch of people together under the Jupiter hypothesis of lack of charisma or social ability, it would even no, no, out. It'd be no, a watch. Not like lack of charisma or social ability, but just I don't think they're that person type. I don't know. You know I, I just mean? I just don't think they're that person type. To do I don't. That. I, I'll give you an example. Give you an example. One of our friends was dating this guy. And I love this guy. This guy's great. We got along. And apparently before they were dating, he was he was very heavy. And he lost away, and, and like for a fifty-something-year-old dude, he looked like pretty good. He had the white hair. He had like the silver fox thing going on. Good-looking guy. And he was like banging everyone. Apparently, where did this come from? Where did this intelligent, educated, decent, kind-hearted person who who had eaten in my house and been dating this woman for years? What? I think it came from he had never had it before. He had never been good-looking, and he and so now he had attention from women. And it was this power trip he didn't know how to handle that fucked him up. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think it, I think it was like I have to. It was it was sort of like a thirsty man who comes to the oasis drinks all the water type of deal. Like he had showed up. So I think if you actually take these people who've never been tempted and you put them in a situation where they can be, I, I don't think there's any morality in being nerdy or not. Like there's no. I, I don't think that. That that is going to be the the deal breaker. I think if you want to cheat or you want to be infidelious, or even if you don't think about it, but you've never been tempted and it's suddenly there, I think it's harder than someone who's always presented that. I don't know theory. Mm-hmm. My brother said you're only as faithful as the opportunity around you. <laughs> I w- I would say in your own security. Mm-hmm. I think that men getting women is security. Like, like no, like in the same way that people get like you see this in movies people get made fun of for being a virgin or something he's a virgin he can't get girls well then then it's this macho thing to get them and so if you're insecure you can fill in that hole in yourself with anything including random sex with people if it's if it <laughs> if it happens to fall into your lap so it's that insecure it's if you're secure in yourself you don't fucking care it's you don't need this shit. No, no, I'm laughing now because you said you can fill that hole with random sex. It's a metaphorical hole. It made me laugh. But <laughs> it's 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 a, it's a multi-purpose hole, both metaphorical and literal. I have a twelve-year-old boy's humor. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you're the kind of person that you can't be present. You'd be going on. <laughs> this is the. It's that immaturity that is indicative no, of a, of, a, of low CPU moral fiber. Two peas, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> they're like party planning committee. Still call it the PP committee. <laughs> oh <laughs> God! Me, killed me. <laughs> anyway, all right. What about? And this might be. I don't know. Non. I. I don't think it would ever. Ha- I don't know if it happens. The non-gamer who's religious with the gamer who likes to play like D and D. 
or you know magic the gathering it's gotta happen right it's, it's i mean gotta be there you could just like not date this that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, would they ever get together? I'm like, I don't I'm an know atheist. If they would. This is not a great question for me. Like, what is your plan when you're? How do you? What do you do with your religious significant other? Fucking leave? Like, I wonder how I got in this situation. You know? Okay. Real, real, real advice. Oh no, no. Psychotron has it. Psychotron says it hasn't been a problem. Apparently, okay. his wife is is religious. You know, again, it, it's not it's not a problem then for for psychotron and and his wife so that that's great but i do know there are some religious people that are like you know i mean there, I mean, was, just a, there was just a burning in kentucky uh where of, it was just let's burn everything what, harry you know Potter. What's sad? i have to ask of what what are <laughs> these motherfuckers <laughs> burning now no, no no, it like, was movies books anything with witchcraft in it jesus and i was just like oh my gosh or anything with you know, demonic, or and and I was like, oh my gosh! It's like the Joe Dirt thing. We're burning Harry Potter, Lord of the yeah. Rings, everything the written Rings. by Gary G- Gary Gygax after 1978. <laughs> yeah. Who's your do's? Who's your don't? Like, God damn it! I but mean, uh, to, to to go to Sucker Trials point because I don't want to talk shit about religious people. I I mean <laughs> like the ones who are on the Jack Chick tract. Get it? People, there's all kinds of Christians and like okay, the people. One of the people in my group is like a super Catholic, is what I call her. She's a she's a very big. She's very deep in the Catholic faith. You know, it doesn't bother her a bit. That's not that's great. What I guess I assumed since the question was being posed, these are one of the people who kind of are or have some. There's some echo of the satanic panic in them. And they're like, oh, D and D. Is this is this satanic? Is this weird? Is this a cult? Is this fucked up? And then they have questions and concerns. So anybody else doesn't fall under this category, Christian or religious or whatever. If you're if they're cool, then they're cool. If they are actually concerned, just show them all you gotta do. You can solve this in the area of YouTube. Show a group of people play D and D, and you will realize how not like elite like say what you feel about satanic rituals. They're cool. They got some shit going on. There's like daggers and fire and blood. You get like five nerdy motherfuckers rolling dice. You just can't like this. I mean, like, like does this really feel like where Satan's at? Like this is Satan wouldn't be caught dead in this place. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you <laughs> is, pretend to kill people. That's not right. As in every, I mean, think chess is. <laughs> chess is about like you know the the. the <laughs> like the pawns. Like there's a reason people are called pawns because they're sacrificed for a greater design. So murder and death. I mean, that's that, that's old hat. This is just a a a. a it, it is literally Lord of the Rings. Like they took Lord of the Rings fantasy, somehow didn't get sued, and made it into a game. <laughs> and that's all it is. That is 98% of it. You know, maybe if you're playing at your house. Don't play a cleric devoted to some weird ass god or something. Like don't. <laughs> I pray to the god Moradin for strength. Maybe not lean into that one. Uh, just just rename him Jesus or something. I don't know. You can all be <laughs> paladins and have your Deus Volt uh, committee. <laughs> Anything else? Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah, be be decent to each other. Be understanding to each other. Try to see it from their perspective. And have trust and appreciation, and that is the best advice I can give you in regards to this or anything else in your relationship. Yeah, if you're a gamer and they're a non-gamer, you can try to get them into it, but if they're resistant or don't want to do it, don't force it on them. Just oh yeah, don't don't force it on thing. them. Force they're just them. not gonna do it. They're, they're not. not, not I've learned they're just not. Oh, and uh, separate bathrooms and a dishwasher. Boom, relationship goals. That'll that'll 
That is the best advice I ever heard, and it's true. Separate bathrooms, bathrooms, buy a dishwasher. And a a dishwasher. Yep. (laughs) It's it's not always platitudes, okay? Sometimes it's technical shit. (laughs) Always mechanically minded. So... (laughs) (laughs) How about you? You got any any parting parting shots? I gave my parting shot. Don't oh, force it on shot? them. Oh, you don't force it on them? Oh, okay. Don't force it on we'll them. Ju- we'll just edit that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, my my redundant um, query. Do I have any other ones? Um, sure. I don't know. Let's see. If you're a non-gamer, if anybody's listening to this and you're a non-gamer, don't reject somebody just because they're a gamer. It's shitty. It's a shitty thing to do. There you go. There, I cool. gave some advice to both sides. Cool. We solved it. We got another one. <laughs> I appreciate the Psychotron showed up and gave yeah. us some good stuff. I, mean, I was being yeah, a jackass Leo about too. it. Because yeah. I really appreciate both of them. And, but yeah, but Leo did well as far as, yeah, did he not, what, what, didn't he suggest a topic or do we not, was it not him or? What do you mean? No. Uh, Leo suggested the topic. Yeah. 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 Leo. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you for the topic. And, and Psychotron, thank you for coming in. With, with with some very good questions and and things to bring up. <laughs> I, I still don't do about about your friend's wife. That's uh yeah, <laughs> that's a doozy. <laughs> you may just have to move. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening uh, to another episode, and we will see you again in two weeks. Cool. Have a good night, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>